What about my sweat equity? Sweat equity. Sweat, 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 sweat equity. My sweat equity. My, my sweat equity. 69 and B to B, baby. Go pushing that. Girthy ROI. What about my sweat equity? Hey, we've we've turned a new we've turned a new leaf. We're at two oh one episode wise. Two hundred more. Four more years. I don't know. Four more years. Oh now I can hear myself real nice. Good. Yeah. Um Eric Red Ginger. That's me. How are you doing? The Red Ginger. I'm fantastic. <laughs> I was thinking about a movie the other day. And I wanted to save it for this episode. Oh, I can't wait to hear about the obscure movie I haven't seen. You ever seen The Fisher King? No. With Jeff Bridges? Nope. You you don't have your soundboard ready? That's a classic story, though. Isn't it a Shakespearean something or other? Is it? I don't know. I think Um, there is like an old time. I think you're right. The Fisher King story. Let's talk about kings. No, no, no. It's weird how memory works because you brought that up in your... I think you're 100% right. It's like Hamlet or it's um, something else that's way above my pay grade. Right. But it's about, um, I was listening to people talk about Howard Stern and his popularity and if he should have done a podcast, is he retiring, all this stuff. And thinking about all these crazy shock jocks with Bubba the Love Sponge Mm -hmm. uh, and Tampa, which um, Tampa was one of the main areas for like shock shock jock djs in the 90s yeah ron and ron baby uh mj and bj were oh, like a yeah. lame version of that <laughs> but i mean yeah, the fledge cow <laughs> when you had but and now you have uh mike calta who i i consider an acquaintance we, right he knows who i am oh. when i uh, say hi to him oh we'll be sure to tag him in this episode. we know he'll I, look i'm gonna put mike calta uh and mike calta show with spanish and all those guys i love all those guys at 1025 fm uh in tampa you know, it's one of those things that The Fisher King is a great movie about. <clears throat> we like to fuck around on the show a lot. It's a business podcast with dick jokes is kind of our motto. And um, I never really want to push it too far for anybody, if uh, at anybody, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole movie about The Fisher King is Jeff Bridges is like a Howard Stern. He's big, like big shit, awesome, like right on, telling it like it is. Mm-hmm. I'm the. I'm the guy in the streets. I'm the guy telling you what's going on. Yeah. I'm on, and he's like a celebrity. It's when radio is the biggest thing, like in you know early nineties, yeah, gatekeepers, late eighties, that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And um, uh, man, cow in the morning, and oh, yeah. <laughs> a guy like a guy like that, right? Don Imus. Uh, exactly. So he gets he gets a um, he gets a caller that is pissed at him, and they're going back and forth, and he talks shit to him, and then they hang up or something. Mm-hmm. Something like that, and then that guy goes. The guy, the caller, goes in and kills like a whole restaurant, shoots it up. Oh, okay, that sounds like a nice story. Robin Williams like is in the this movie. Of old. Robin Williams is in this movie as uh, he meets uh, uh, Jeff Bridges, loses it, loses his mind, um, quits radio. He ends up working at like a video store, video rental store. You see him in like going from a swank. You know, one of those floor-to-ceiling window apartments mm-hmm. that are in big, right? You know, where mm-hmm. he <laughs> yeah, he somehow Giant gets piano all that key floor thing. Well, without all that stuff, like what an adult would do that wears all black, right. basically, and then goes to from that to like living with a uh, a lady that has kids and owns a video rental store, and they live a, above it. You know, 
uh, obviously not not as successful as the shock jock Jack Lucas, and he meets Robin Williams, who's he finds out he feels that's the reason for him. Robin Williams' wife gets shot in that shoot up uh, from the from the caller, and he feels responsible. And it's about him making it up to him. But Robin Williams has, like, lost his mind. He's a homeless guy. Well, this has been the movie moment with Lost Smith right? retelling the story of The Fisher King, a 1991 American comic drama film written by Richard LaGravenise. And Terry Gilliam. And directed by Terry Gilliam. Great the director. real Fisher King story, mm-hmm. also known as The Wounded King or Maimed King, is the last in a long line charged with keeping the Holy Grail versions of the, long, of the original story very widely. But he is always wounded in the legs or groin and incapable of standing. All he's able to do is fish in a small boat on the river near his castle. But I'm not reading that whole thing. Right. Who right, cares? Right. It's a, it has nothing to do with what you were talking about. So. It, well, it, I'm sure I'm going to watch it again now. I have you just got to gotta love how they do these modern takes on things. I, I just like, uh, yeah, well, it, look, it's no Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. Yeah. <laughs> or O. Oh, I, was, yeah, I don't even know that one. That one's even worse. Oh. What about uh, oh. what about Beyonce and Carmen, a hip hopera? Oh, jeez, that pun caught my caught my dad attention. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Twenty years ago, uh, a hip hopera. God damn, I heard it. I would have, I I would have made everybody high five me if I came up with that. <laughs> I the, quit in the marketing department there. Yeah, I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, Monday. guys. You guys should just promote me to king of MTV after that. So, what made you think of that? Did somebody kill themselves because of what you said? No, 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 no. We don't have that many listeners, and they're not that passionate. We have, like, the lowest engagement per amount of listeners. Yeah, it is oddly <laughs> weird. Yeah, we see the numbers, but we see the engagement, too, and it's oddly, like, there's a very big disparity. I'm sure there's a thing where once we get over a certain hump of listeners, like, 200,000, then it, like, really kicks into yeah. something. Yeah, well, I think it's probably because we kind of bust each other's balls a little bit, and people probably think we're going to bust they balls. Yeah. Uh, no, we we'll be if, nice to the listeners. If anything, we just we don't want, like each other. I just want, que- I want questions as a way to kind of do lazy um, kind of pre-pro for the show, pre-production. Yeah. It could be, don't be a chicken. Cuckoo cha Don't do it. <laughs> so, so uh, I don't know. I don't, forgot what made me think about that movie. I just wanted to go old oh. man <laughs> and just bring it up. <laughs> All right. Cool. Just shock jock. Yeah. Okay, Remember right shock on. jock era? Shock jock. Was it well, your segue to oh, hit no, up somebody locally? No, was no, it? No, no. I had I have a real reason. Uh so You just made it up just now. Um so you have to kind of see macro micro at the same time, right? This okay. made me think of Howard Stern. I just wanted to kind of bring that movie in just to see if you ever saw it. Um as usual I have not. So pretty good, worth worth a watch. It's not one of those Netflix garbage uh, movies that are on. There's so much garbage movies on Netflix that are made by Netflix. Yeah, they throw a lot of money out <laughs> it's there. Like, what, you're not even trying. Like, I don't know. I saw that one, I Am Mother, where uh, this robot raises a baby from birth. Not bad. Only has two people in it. My wow. kind of thing. Well, uh, Dinner with Andre is your thing? What is that? Uh, that's just it's another 1990s movie I haven't seen. <laughs> yeah, with Wallace Shawn and uh, Jesus. <laughs> it's like the most boring movie. You probably like Jerry with Matt Damon and Casey Affleck walking through the desert. Uh, One of the worst. Are you movies. just making these up? No, that's a Gus Van Sant movie. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, notable. Right. You probably like Gummo. That's a uh, Harmony Velikamp. Is that that guy's name? I no. don't know who Harmony, these people are. The guy who did Spring Breakers and, um, and oh, Kids. Jeez. He did okay. kids, yeah. It, Gummo's 
grosser than kids. Okay. I believe and you. Someone gets AIDS and kids, if you okay. remember. <laughs> I say all that to say this. So I'm, I'm thinking about it. what if you were shot jock in the 90s, right? And you really had to see things. Or, or just Howard Stern now. And he used to diss podcasts forever, right? Right. And it was almost like, it's almost like I hear a lot of people that are like, uh, um, they diss Apple products and they have Samsung. And it's like, it, why? Right. What's the point? I'm oh, you a rebel? You're, you're the other 50%? Right. Actually, you're more of a 60%. majority than, than the Apple right. people. Right, Yeah, so that's a weird, like, insecurity thing with their technology or something. I don't, I don't know what that's it's about. Just because they don't want to pay for the iPhone or can't pay for the iPhone. That's why. And now that's looking, iPhone's looking like a better option. At least Apple's getting ahead of all this data protection stuff and privacy uh, kind of sweeping, you know, generally just going like, hey, we're not using your data as much as the other guys. Oh, how nice of them. Thanks. Tim Cook, War Eagle, buddy. Yeah, I thanks, see Tim Cook, I for see you, your bud. half-assed uh, my, gesture. My Auburn brethren, CEO of the biggest market cap company in the world. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tell us more. Mm-hmm. Gayest CEO. <laughs> <laughs> that is, he wears it with pride. It's the pride month. Yep. Not My birthday it, month. Yeah. Still going, huh? Yeah. In a good way. Right forever. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was thinking about that, and how do you make that decision? Like, for instance, I love Mike Calta. I love his show. They they had to they have to do, like, a hybrid, I think, where they have the show in a podcast form, and they're doing video like we're doing it. Yeah. And uh, they still do it live every day for four hours in the morning, and it's like, or three or four hours, I forget what the uh, Probably four, it, probably six, six, six to ten. ten. Something like that. And they do like an after show too. Right. Where the underlings come in and they talk about what they talked about. And it's like, damn, dude, that. And I was just thinking about how huge radio used to be. How easy we have it. (laughs) Well, no, and how. Well, no, we just. We have low barrier to entry with the podcast. That's that's just overall. Mm -hmm. Now, getting to. Getting to a level that it's worth your time of doing this for 200 episodes. Right. Is. Is a different like kind of goal right because mm-hmm. we we talk about it if there's 10 people that are listening that are really into it it's it's definitely worth spending the couple hours a week yeah pushing it out plus we're learning other stuff for for other services that we're just gaining skills over time and as a reiteration it's the only conversation we have where we're not playing on our phone right right exactly it's a nice talk and yeah and i think uh, we're getting clients in here that want to use the studio and we're learning how we're going to live stream and learn how to do that and have that ability all those yada 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 ancillary benefits yeah, as soon as facebook updates their their situation we just gotta we're gonna have to hack it through like obs or something obs studio so if, if anybody knows how to live stream we want to live stream this simulcast i mean i could probably uh, we do gotta, it we go through restream.io yeah well I, I mean yes pay 20 bucks a month right all these things we could do it it's just like i it, doing it that way is so open for issues you know it's just well that's why i want to have backups to everything so if we live stream we have a backup like hard recording on the like we have it with these where they'll do live stream and the mevo cameras they'll do it live stream and they'll put it on the sd card yeah or on your imac yeah if uh, it can all handle it that's the thing right but we got supercomputer but we got to try and that you know that's the other part too why men was put on earth yeah to try yeah what's the point of just we can deliver we can talk about it 
all the time, but I want to have an engagement with people asking questions in real time. That's my goal, to get either this show or a Splinter show off of this under our feed that people can FaceTime in, look mm-hmm. goofy, be real dad about trying to FaceTime a right. question in. <laughs> yes, pointing right up your nostrils. I think that's comedy right Boogers there. in your nose. Right. It's great. Or just like... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 no, you, go, you, you talk. Yeah. You, you go. Like, I'm not worried about the improv part of that, trying to answer anybody's questions live, because I know you'll get a 10-second like, breath of, like, just getting the person. Because <laughs> we're not going to have a <laughs> call screener. Writing jokes in my head right now, writing we, them. We won't have a call screener in the beginning. But I think we could do that with Zoom, where people can raise their hand. Oh. Yeah, so you can get up to 100 people on Zoom. fascist way to do it. If you like, here's your pragmatic advice. If you want... Uh, Zoom.us. It's 15 bucks a month for our video conferencing. I use it even if we're not telecommunicating. I use it if people are in the room and record the meeting. Sure. Just to annotate. I mean, we used it, you know, for another podcast that we did in here that their hookup, Zoom.us, was better than the uh, integrated, like, uh, native client that our streaming software gives us. So they got yeah. their act together. So I mean, the software we have has has its ability to do it, and Zoom was better than that. Yes. Yeah, and so Zoom seems to be it's better. You know what's really good? Uh, if I'm on a cell, if I'm on my cell phone, cell phone. If I'm on my uh, my mobile device, and uh, I don't have Wi-Fi, it works. The video, like FaceTiming on Zoom on my phone, works pretty goddamn good. They seem to have the video side of things figured out for. for Whatever reason, however they're doing it, um, the, the, the high def video looks great. Well, they're owned by like Cisco or someone huge. That's why. Yeah, well, uh, they all are. You it's know, the thong the song. He really made a lot of money that. Yeah. And he really put it into you telecommunications. See how silver his hair is now. <laughs> What's Platinum. Cisco up to? Um, so I'm thinking micro macro, right? And uh-huh. I'm thinking like you have to keep up with industry trends. You have to you have to see what's going on, like Zoom, like. Now when we pick apps out for our tech stack, because we got to connect a bunch of apps to work together um, to make what we're doing automated, um, I now look at what they're doing on a on a company level because I don't want to I don't want to have to learn an app or software, get in it, and they go out of business. And then yeah, they like get tell, bought is what usually well, happens. You can't really help that, but you can see they're making moves like. Mevo got bought out by Livestream, which got bought out by Vimeo, but at least you saw like all three of those entities were were progressing in their areas. Yeah, as they're going, so it's something to kind of look at when you're talking about hiring people, right? Mm-hmm. What's what do they want to do long term? Yeah, what's the macro on them? Because you're going to be disappointed getting bad talent. I was talking with a, a couple of potential clients the last couple of days, and a lot more people are talking to me about two things. A, uh, something we've talked about in this office a lot, using video as a playbook mm-hmm. for internal processes. Definitely. Right? How That's going to be the new norm. When you're the boss and when you're, uh, or like we had it with web development where it was like, here's something hard we had to figure out. Mm-hmm. Record it now, even for yourself, like memento. <laughs> Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, the- dude, I do that for all kinds of stuff. We have so many of these little tiny processes that when you figure it out, it's so obvious. And, then and we <laughs> as don't want it. You're like, fuck. And I don't want to memorize it either. Like, right, I don't yeah. want to. I don't. I. I feel like I have a finite amount of memory that I can hold, and I can only hold the Fisher King and other great movies like that <laughs> <laughs> in there. But um, 
it's one of those things where there's only so amount of so much RAM you've got. Oh, dude, I almost had a heart attack today. Heart my drive. my Evernote got signed out, and then I signed in under what I thought the right sign in was, and then it was all <laughs> gone. Yeah, and I was like, okay, my whole life might be fucked up now. But uh, ironically, it was the wrong username. Yeah. <laughs> right. Great story, huh? Let me give you a. You got it. <laughs> No, I've done that because I still have stuff under my personal email, like Facebook ad accounts are still under personal email instead of work, Squarespace. Yeah. I can't because I made one site in my work one. I have to delete that. I just don't want to. I have like three under there. I don't want to yeah. delete that to get them all migrated over to that email. I'll get there. If I get there one day, I, like that's when I've got everything rolling. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a like. Oh, I actually don't that's have anything to do. Sit around and do that I stuff can do to get this. organized. I can organize myself. Look Holy busy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I would say you know when you're looking at your industry, because right before we started the podcast, I wanted to kind of go over this this thing from the Verge about Facebook moderators, and it happened in our backyard. Right. Yeah, we were talking about this. And Pretty yeah, tragic. Really, <laughs> it's Ooh. so. There's a company called Cognizant, and shout out to. Uh, Samantha Gant of uh, Social Alchemy for for uh, sending this to us and and prodding me. Hey, did you read it yet? I sent it over like a week ago, kind of thing, because it's really interesting. It's a, it's a lot about privacy. It's a lot about. I didn't know Facebook had contractors in a worth secondary tertiary city like Tampa. Yeah, Tampa Bay area. So they have well, it's like a satellite office that they're doing um, like content review for their standards and practices stuff. Yeah, and so think about this. So you have all these. The big thing, if you listen to a lot of other podcasts, are talking about being demonetized on YouTube, right? Yeah. Or if they're, we don't play a lot of songs or anything anymore because we don't. Now our videos get taken off Facebook too, yeah. or taken yeah. or paused or sure. They're like clean that shit up. Yeah, they'll just like it mute it. Right. Oh, thanks. Yeah. That's strange because they don't like put a warning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so if I wanted to play. it, a clip from the Fisher King. Right. <laughs> There's a copyright. Now the way around it, it here's here's a way around it. Slow down, speed up yep. a little bit. And talk over it. And you can talk over it like Joey Coco Diaz does on his podcast. Yeah. But it's weird. They some of these bigger people get away with it. I could see us getting away with that stuff. You know. We can at this level, I'm but sure. Those guys it's weird. I mean But we don't have enough manpower post production to want to do it. I mean <laughs> yeah. we like we could, but it's it's a cost benefit. It's not worth it, really, for us. But uh, plus, so much, so much is jam packed into every episode. Yeah, but plus, uh, our theme song already kicks ass. If you want to see this video inside the traumatic life of a Facebook uh, moderator, The Verge is going all, all uh, what's it called? Um, Vice 20, 2010 edition. Oh, cool. Right? You know, very, very that's a very dramatic title. Yeah. Um, but it's it's talking about these moderators. They have to look through all this content to see there is a human on the other end that has to look through all the bad shit that's yeah. getting flagged. No nipples. Right. No nipples allowed. Sarah it's weird. Silverman, did you see her? Oh, yeah. She's all about it? You oh, see yeah. it on Instagram? No. She showed. Uh-huh. She took a selfie without her shirt on, but it was like in a mirror in the bathroom. No. And you can see her, you can see her hoo-hahs. Well, she got fully naked in that movie, and it was... It was sad. Oh, was it? Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. She's comedy crush. Well, yeah, and I know. Janine Groffalo. 
That know. one, I don't understand that one. I, I don't know. Okay. You got a thing for lesbians? <laughs> is she a lesbian? No, I see, but I she's see the like... the truth about the, cats and dogs. She's like the mouthpiece for him, isn't she? Maybe. I don't know. If you're a lesbian, call in and let us know. Is Jean Garofalo one of you people? Well, she's still one of my favorite comics, and uh, any any funny lady on stage is still an aphrodisiac. Oh, okay. Um, but I would say, I would say that um, it's weird that that's a position. There's a lot we didn't even read the whole thing right beforehand because it's like, damn it, this is gonna be too yeah, much. Yeah, like to, five thousand words. Is this gonna be too much to digest? And I, uh, probably by next episode, we'll we'll be able to really talk about it. But a that there's Facebook contractors just. Kind of all over America. Uh, yeah, that, that was weird to me too. And um, they well, lo- they look like the stereotypical what you would think a contractor that is stays at home and sits on yeah. the computer all day. Yeah, picture South Park well, actually, with the guy who's really good at what you call it at World of Warcraft. Yeah, at World of Warcraft. They're, but they're not actually. That was the other thing. We we're like, they're, oh, they're going to an office to do this. Yeah, isn't that weird? It's weird that it's even people doing it. You, they're talking about all their AI algorithms that could pick up all this. Sh- it's like. Why you have to employ all these people and, and make them work crazy hours like doctors? Well, think about it this way: the AI algorithms they pluck it out, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's user flag content too, mm. right? And so they do need some kind of. We're not there yet, right? Yeah. And so with the AI abilities, and so there does need to be a user on the other end. I mean, I guess it's But the good. bias you have to have over time, just lo- it's like, I think about Clockwork Orange, where it has to be like just all these images over right. the Droog's head. Well, dude, they were talking nice. about some of those, I didn't get it, but uh, some of those- They call them Droogs in the book. Some of those videos that they had to go through, and it's like, oh, this isn't just nipples. This is horrible, horrible shit they're looking at. Mm. Like, you, f- you think that, I-, I say nipples jokingly, it's not that. It is like- Awful. Think of the worst thing you could possibly see on a video. Stuff. Yeah, it starts horrible out horrible murder stuff. The worst stuff that its users post. Remember, billions. What billion people are on Facebook? So, um, or so they say. What's How up many? With the other seven billion. Get with it, people. Uh, on a daily basis, hate speech, the murders, child pornography. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. Uh, the first one I don't really who, care about. Who but the thinks that's two, good? The other two. I'm gonna post this to Facebook. Yeah. There's Not even World Star. Like there's Facebook. A, there's a content warning at the beginning of this article. Uh, this story contains descriptions of violent acts against people and animals, accounts of sexual harassment, post-traumatic stress uh, disorder, and potentially disturbing content. I'm thinking that has to be for advertising. As I was reading that, for the advertisers of The Verge. Well, dude, you heard it. You heard what they were talking about, right? What? The people in that video. Yeah. Yeah, well, I don't want to even repeat it. So you can't remember it. No, no, it was about a woman hurting a baby, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terrible things happen. I'm not even going to describe it more than that. And that's just that really put me in a sour mood. Well, you have to think about it this way, right? So I think about Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter. He talks about his kind of PR stance is Twitter. Look, you can't. They, about when they were getting a lot of flack for. He has a nose ring, so I, I kind of don't What's trust. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, All like a nose stud out of the, as a CEO of Cash App and Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that bugs me. I don't know why. Yeah, that should bug you. But it shouldn't have anything to do with how good of a CEO he is. It does, though. It, do, it, 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 it absolutely it, does. An eyebrow ring would be like five times better. What is his decision making? Like one of those studs? It would be a little better. 
But I mean, that just shows he has awful decision making skills. He wakes up every day and leaves that shit in. I'm (laughs) bad decision. First thing you do. (laughs) Oh no, that that just stays in, right? Because if you take it out, he's making a decision not to take it out. Right. Every day of his life. It's it's conscious unconsciousing. Um, And so, my thing is uh, his his stance on Twitter was it's about the conversation from people you don't know, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas Facebook, it's connections of people you know, right? And that's when it gets really hairy because, look, there could be. Uh, I think about this a lot too. Like, thank God, there's so many people that you know that ha- that grew up in like just bad situations, and there's always drama, whether they'll tell you about it or not. Oh yeah, they right? usually will. It just, well, I pry, but <laughs> I want to. I want to hear about it. But like, if you grew up in they a really match bad, your oversharing, <laughs> right, right, some oversharing of their own. I got white girl wasted yesterday <laughs> on my birthday. You want to hear what we did? Like, yeah, uh, which I did, but uh, yeah. But I'm saying like, happy it, birthday. Thanks. I don't. Yeah, didn't feel good. I don't have a happy birthday song by the Beatles on here. Got up at don't want to get sued. Got up at four my birthday. Got up at four today. Good. Four thirty. Now we're talking. Um, and so what's it called? Um, where was that? So sorry. <laughs> it's about the conversation with people you already know. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. Right. Because that's how it works. If you really look at it, you have any post on Facebook, and it. I I comment sometimes purposely on stuff that I know people are trying to promote, it, whether it's a smart ass remark or not. I know. The comments help. Yeah, it used to be five or ten percent of your uh, people see organically, and then if you comment, like ten percent of the mutual people between y'all or outside of y'all, if you don't have a lot of mutual friends, they'll see that. And mm. then that's if, a good tip. If you share it, it's like ten to twenty percent. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a and nice a little tip because people don't understand. It's not all about just what you're putting out there. You need people to buy in. Yeah, we talk about sixty nine ing business to business being that good, <laughs> being that good. Uh, what if it's like sixty eight plus one? I you're really trying you... to toe around it, and really, I just want a reciprocal. I'm talking yin yang. Nothing grows. I know a yin yang is just a sixty nine. I know. If you think I get it, it, I use the term all the time to dis- dra- describe how to you know organize things. But just yeah, reciprocate the love, <laughs> which I mean, technically, neither wants to do either job. Well, if you think about it, it is 69. <laughs> it is the most thoughtful thing to do for the your other for your partner. Yeah. Right? I would disagree. What? I don't I don't mind. As my it. buddy Tommy Keating says, "Yeah, so what what are we doing this for? So I can get more smells?" <laughs> Cuz your nose is right in there. Yeah, I uh, got it. Mm-hmm. I think we got it. You didn't laugh. <laughs> you look you look I'm a little offended. Uh but I'm saying if you want to if you want to do that kind of we talked about hey you review us on our podcast we'll still put it out there on itunes or anything that were reviewable give that five star what was that about i was moving your your computer screen back yeah that buzz goes away Hmm, interesting i don't Uh, don't, i didn't hear it before you're deaf what you heard it huh uh is is (laughs) general manager lou brown around (laughs) maybe uh (laughs) you can't ask for it well, he doesn't show up every time unless I ask. What? So, <laughs> so, so Lou, if you want to, what? Lou, if you want to sixty nine your friends' businesses, go online, give them a review without them asking for it. If they ask, if they say, "Hey, can you like my page?" I'm trying to get this thing going. 
I immediately review it. I've tried. I have made it almost my policy to. That's what I'm doing now. When you people, could say stuff like. That's all you guys do good. And that's a nice thing to say for somebody. Right. You got to write something on Facebook as a recommendation. So you got to write like. Uh, oh yeah, you got to write a little burb. Right. Blurby. So I take five emojis, put five <laughs> stars right there because they don't give you a star system. Yeah, it's weird. It's either recommended or not recommended. Right. Uh, it's thumbs up, thumbs down kind of deal. And so. Uh, okay. So. I put the five stars in there because it, it that resonates with everybody that reads it. Yeah. And it makes me write a lot less. Yeah. <laughs> and you gotta you get play to, with your emojis. Well, you got to get to 25 characters, and sometimes I'm just like, I don't have anything. 25 stars. <laughs> I would give this business 25 stars. <laughs> uh, oh, I use that one. I, if I could give this business six stars, I'd give it six stars yeah. out of five. Um, so. What, bring it all back. Bring it all back. It's a weird job that. There's moderators that have to deal with this, the communication of people between people. I mean, look, there's bad shit that happens all the time, and now there's just a timestamp on it. Yeah, it's weird that like they are kind of having to take sides, you know? I mean, there's going to be some people who may or may not be offended by whatever it is is yeah. happening, but you're right. With Facebook, it's between friends, basically. And I wonder what the... That by the bias you have before you get that job, do you take a psych test to do it? Because there's all those tests back in the day where it was like, oh, a lot of people are secretly racist. Oh, yeah. You know, you do the thing where it's like good or bad and you can only uh, choose between those two uh-huh. and they'll show faces. And a lot of people <laughs> are like a lot of whitey hit used to hit like they'd see a black face and be like bad. Ugh. You ever heard of that test? Um, yeah. No. Thanks. <laughs> No, I it mean, just sounds like I made it up. It does sound pretty made up. No, it's a real test. I'll right. find it. No, I because don't want to know. Sound like a real fucking. Weirdo. I believe you. They had a lot of stupid tests they back make, in the day. So they made. So Cognizant is the subcontracted company that's in Phoenix, Austin, and Tampa. Um, I'm guessing Tampa and Phoenix because we have a lot of call centers. That's my. That would be my guess. So mm. you have that labor because that labor makes twenty eight thousand dollars a year doing that full time. Yeah, a lot of hot places. Keep the people inside where it's nice and AC. Yeah, Duh. you get outside of the city area, which we I don't consider part of the Florida man news stories. Like where we're at, I don't we don't interact with any of that crazy. Yeah, uh, most of the Florida man stuff is out in the boonies. Is, you know, is, an hour really in any direction will get you there, but um, you know, Tampa's like a normal city mostly. Yeah, if anything, it's probably pretty boring. Uh, yeah, for a lot of people, it's just not. They did say the Tampa location for Facebook was the worst of the uh, uh, locations. Well, I don't, it said that there was, I don't think it was just three. I think they were saying for all the ones that they, because it's not that one company has three locations, they but have, they have yeah. other companies. Well, they have, okay. Well, it says in 2017, Facebook began opening content moderation sites in American cities, including Phoenix, Austin, Tampa. Okay. Yeah. Well, Corrected. Either way. There is a Verge cast about it that I'm excited to listen to. Um, well, yeah, so the crazy thing about that story was that uh, a guy died at his desk looking at Facebook stuff. He had a heart attack and died, and the other people just kept working, and then the bosses didn't even tell him that the guy had died. They just kind of let it leak, I guess. I, so here's another thing. On top of all of this story, I don't really trust any story I read because <laughs> I don't because if you had anything written about you, and just the little stuff I've had written about me for promotion, for like even like full length stories and stuff yeah. about comedy, 
or anything, any show I'm doing, and I'm doing an interview. Like, fucking, it was like, why yeah. did you even change some of this shit? In, yeah, in there, like, it's like why you changed the punchline I purposely did for this interview <laughs> to read as that. Yeah, right. Like I was gonna. Ah, I'm gonna in. punch this up real quick. Right. It was like, why would you change? Oh, that's that? comedy. Right. I have all, when we I did two nationwide tours like ten years ago, nine years ago. I saved all the uh, article clippings, and I I'll try to find them and show you. It's just like it's just shit I would never say. But uh, you're quoted as that. Yeah. And you're like, so I already have like a distrust yeah. for a hundred percent of this. Yeah. It's like uh I have a filter on it. Like what, what the main takeaway. Did that guy die? A heart attack is one of those things where you I mean, listen to Lou Brown. You can't <laughs> Yeah. He, Ooh, I mean, could have been that or it could have been a, or a psychological thing. Or a spiritual thing. It's either a leg thing. But a heart, a lot of heart attacks just happen. People don't know it, they, like when it's going on. Oh right? yeah, right. It just you, all the tough guys. <laughs> no, sometimes like you've you had a heart attack, sir. It can be almost like a dormant personality thing where people are like, "Yeah, I don't feel well," and then they go, then they go to the doctor or hospital, and they're like, "You're having a heart attack right yeah, now," and you're crazy. like, "What?" It's yeah. not like this dramatic. A lot of people say it's not that dramatic, like. Uh, like, yeah, where Jefferson's. they're like, cra- yeah, they're clutching at the people around. Oh God, right, this right. is it. This is the big one. They always, they always know. I bet most people who have heart attacks don't know what the hell's happening. Right. And look, I we only watched a little bit of this video, but not does not look like the most healthy group of people <laughs> that are working there. Yeah, we didn't see the guy who died, and uh, yeah, we should say like a heart attack. You're gonna have to have some predispositions before you just have a heart attack. Uh, everybody like, in the from video stress. is obese. Yes, fair to say for sure. They, we did not see one person who looked like they, you know, do kettlebells. They're all comic book guy or World of yes. Warcraft uh, <laughs> yeah. from South Park. But yeah. it's like, it's one of those things where it's just crazy that this goes on in our backyard. We didn't really know about it. And uh, we don't have a solution to this. We just kind of wanted to kind of eschew a uh, bit. It was interesting. For, if anything, it was interesting to find out we have that. Those satellite offices here. Well, my advice. Facebook's in our backyard, people. My advice to anybody doing their own content, we have to do this for lawyers. Uh, We do a self-regulation. We do a QC internally before because they have the Florida bar to worry about. But they'll do their own round on their own once we hand it to them. Uh, And now we've applied that for anybody we do content creation for. We do it internally, uh, QC, QA, whatever you want to call it. And then they do it. The client will do it. Then it goes out. Yeah, make sure they have somebody designated knowing that that shit's coming. Yeah, so create that workflow. You'll never have an issue of this. And honestly, if you're doing content creation for a a brand or a company and you're not like us where we like having an opinion that's a little bit sharper, that has an angle, that has a little tongue-in-cheek to it. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that's that's kind of why we have this. So (laughs) we can talk about it here. But if you see other content coming from Tokabaga, T-O-C-O-B-A, dot ga on your uh on your browser if you see content coming out of there it's probably going to be pretty in the pocket yeah i mean it'll be a little bit off you know in a way that's good i want it tongue in cheek weird because that's our brand messaging style tone but i want it i i would say for the most part you don't need to have a hard angle on anything right you just need to push content the lesson is do it up front like everything, do the little easy QC up front, and then you won't have the big Facebook breathing down your neck later. Yeah, do I really need to talk shit about people that have 13.1 stickers on the back of their rearview mirror or <laughs> rearview uh, window? Yeah, their car? well, those people, why'd they give up? Or uh, do the whole thing. Or the, the half marathon. Or, yeah, 
I just, why don't point? I just put a big F minus on my uh, I know on the back. I'm a C plus student. No, I mean they did half the half a marathon. You're right. They got it's a fifty percent on the fuck test. You, yeah, yeah. I think that's a good time what to end it. What about my sweat equity? Fuck you, lazy half marathoners. And you Disney World sticker people, assholes. Sweatequitypod.com. Epitaph. The All family member that died. Equity. What about my sweat equity? God damn, Papa Stickers.